0: Hey guys, don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms. Go to Facebook backslash bitchy witchy podcast. And don't forget the I is the number one in bitchy. And head to Instagram for Instagram backslash official B w podcast to keep up to date on every new episode on our youtube and on anchor
1: check the description all of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily don't forget we're also on youtube you can find us by searching for bitchy witchies that's b-i-t-c-h-y w-i-t-c-h-y-s so don't forget the witchies part And if you search for us on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily. Don't forget to check out our website
2: at www.bitchywitchies.com. And that's bitchywitchies spelled B-I-T-C-H-Y-W-I-T-C-H-Y-S
1: dot com. Check the description. All of our links will be available in our description for you to access easily. everybody we are here not live from our homes <laughs> right Just uh, so uh, how is everybody
0: good i'm okay
1: oh my god
2: i was coasting um, I'm just going to tell you right now, if it's my air conditioner you hear, you're going to hear it. <laughs> I am not turning that shit off. It's too hot for you to be done. I'm real sorry if you guys have some slight interference today. Maybe it is. Maybe um, let me see. I'm going to hug my pillow Did today. it stop? Yes. Nope, don't care. You going not hear it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, y'all. Y'all going to hear my AC today because it's hot as fuck. Deal with it. <laughs>
0: there you go. So, what are we doing today?
1: We. It's conceptions 2. Yes. Woo. The sequel. Da
0: na na.
2: Since there's so many.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. So, for those of you who got to catch our First episode of misconceptions i think it was what our 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 very first episode our, or our, very, first. our very first episode ever yeah yay. um we thought we captured a lot of them but over time we have come across some more they were like oh damn we didn't talk about that damn we didn't talk about that so guess what we're going to talk about it now yay hold on to your seats everybody because we've been taking notes. Yeah, well, some of us have. <laughs> open up, opening up my book, and I'm already at 16. Woo! Wow. That's sad. As you, as you can see, there is a lot of misconceptions. A lot more than the other. How many did we talk about before? Like 12 or something? No idea. I don't know. I never counted before. Neither did I. <laughs> So, oh, shall we just like get into it and get started, or
0: let's dive know? in? Sure, why not?
1: Let's just dive in. Okay, so children, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Bella is speaking. Misconception number one: We all believe and practice the same thing. Absolutely false. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so um, some of this we kind of touched on a little bit, I think, in, in the other episode. But this is more of a, just a global, global thing. I noticed people coming into the practice you know, pretty new seem to have this misconception that there's certain things that, that everybody does. And like I said, we talked about, it, talked about some of this before, like the wheel of the year, um, the threefold law, uh, things like that, the term blessed be. Um, we, there, there is honestly, I don't think, I do not think that there is anything in the witchcraft practice as a whole that is universal across the board to everybody. I'd have to agree because even
2: some, what most people consider basic things, I don't use at all.
1: And and honestly, for me, it's, it's the whole thing of, um, it's what makes witchcraft so beautiful because it is so personal.
0: Absolutely. Exactly. Like It is so personal because what you use, I don't use or what I use Heftia doesn't use so I mean absolutely it's a broad spectrum of different things so no one witch practices the same.
1: Now we're going to find similarities amongst each other there's there's some things you know that that I know that just between the three of us you know we're like oh yeah we do that too oh yeah I think that yeah. too and then there's other things that are like no that's not me or nope, that's I all you. Even- Or I totally didn't think about it that way. That's a fascinating thing. Yeah. But so, so you've got to, well, you don't have to, but I highly recommend that if you're new coming into this, let go of that concept that I must do this, or I must do that, or I must practice this, or I must. Uh, recognize that holiday, or I must use this. There is no must. There is never a must in this practice, unless, and there's, this is my disclaimer, unless you are formally and purposefully following a very particular tradition, then obviously you must follow whatever is defined by that tradition exactly now that that's the
0: exception is if you are on a specific traditional path
2: yes unless you're like me and you have self-imposed shit like that (laughs) Now,
1: now but I'm also going to throw a wrench in that as well because if you speak to people that are part of more formal or, uh, or traditional uh, or formalized traditions, even amongst them, you'll find variations within their practices. But oh, there's yeah. gonna be, be some poor things, you know, that are going to be inherently um, the same for that tradition. But for many of us who do not subscribe to a very particular tradition, then let go of that thought. Stop looking for. Do I have to do this? How do I celebrate this? Because I noticed that you know I'm supposed to be celebrating that. No, there is no such thing. Period. Nope. And a... if you know any differently? I want to know. Um, actually, let me take. Let me rephrase. If you know any differently, I want to know. If you feel any differently, I don't want to know. I don't need to know because that's your prerogative. Cause fuck your uh, fill in. <laughs> But, you know, if there's something that I, I am not uh, taking into account, you know, I'd love to hear about it. But I have racked my brain to this, and I have yet to think of anything that is a must-be amongst, uh, amongst all witches.
0: No, me neither. There's not a you-have-to-do-or-have-to-have have have kind of thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, when I first said this, Hestia laughed. Let's see if she'll laugh again. <laughs> Wicca is an old religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fun yeah so why do you think people think that with is an old religion
0: that's a damn good question why do they think that
1: so i mean, i, 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 I
2: honestly didn't know anybody did i'm just yes. gonna leave it at that i honestly did not think
1: that anybody thought that so let let me let me let me tell you where i believe that it came from and it's a little bit more than a belief because uh, there, there is some um, historical backing to this. And no, no pun intended, uh, using the word historical. <laughs> um, but uh, so Wicca was founded by Gerald Gardner in the 50s. A woman named Doreen Valiente came into the picture. I want to say maybe as early as the late 60s, um, but in the in the mid to late 70s, she published a book on Wicca, and in it, actually, excuse me, I take that back. Um, even before her book that she published on Wicca in the 70s, she had been she had been an, uh, authoring other literature where she had very openly claimed that she believes and be- believed that um, the the practices of Wicca actually stemmed from ancient practices. Now, she herself, and this is actually even mentioned in her own biography, um, has said there is actually no historical data or literature that ties um, today's practices, Wiccan practices, to ancient practices. This is purely just a belief on her part. And so there's a difference between that, a belief and it being true. So that's fine. If people want to believe that what is being practiced in Wicca stems from ancient practices, but it's not based on fact. So, uh, so I guess for me, that that is the same as a misconception. Because if you cannot show to me in the literature, anywhere in historical documentation, anywhere that there is a link, then do not try to school me and tell me that it's an old religion. You may believe that it is and that's your prerogative, but that's it, your prerogative, that is not fact.
0: No, exactly, like you said. You know if you cannot historically put it in order for me to to put it in my face and tell me this was around prior to the 1950s when all this was written by a fiction author then please show me show me where all of that you know
1: yeah that's a whole other discussion <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole two episodes. But so so, yeah, so yeah, so I believe that a lot of people uh, believe that it's an old religion because of Doreen Valiente's writings, uh, which is fine. That is within their history of Wicca from those writings. But again, understanding that those writings originated in the 60s and the 70s based on her personal belief. There's no other literature beyond what she stated in the books from the sixties and seventies that actually connect those practices to ancient religions. So when you quote and say, "I know for a fact that it's based on ancient religions because Dorian Dorian Valiente said so," read those again. Just read it again, <laughs> because what you're reading are her words, not any other, not any other stuff. And you know what? Look up her bibliography. Anything else you guys want to say about that? Nope.
2: (laughs) I I feel like my opening statement was quite enough about
1: that. You mean your your cackle? Yep. (laughs) I think
0: (laughs) I've said everything for her.
1: And if you're wondering where I'm looking down, I'm I'm looking at my notes. All right. This is this is an this is an interesting one. Um, ingredients are only used to enhance focus. So let me explain what i what I mean by that. I, you know I've seen this somewhere and I'm not discrediting this, okay It's just for me it's not it, it's a I feel it's a misconception because that's not everybody's beliefs. so you will come across a lot of witches who who say you know we you know put these things in the jar or you know we um, we we use we use these various things because it helps us to focus our intentions and and focus, put our focus um, on our spell work. And I am not going to deny that. However, that is not the belief of everybody. And that is not, once again, a universal thing all across the board. The reason why I say that is because there's a number of us that actually believe in the concept of animism. Yeah. Do all of you... All of you like there's 50 people (laughs) Uh, so you guys both know what animism is correct yeah okay does anybody want to explain it to our audience nope wow okay
0: (laughs) okay i'll take that then since testia won't um so animism is the belief system or the belief of everything everything plants everything has a spirit so Therefore, it has a life force.
1: Exactly. So for many of us, when we use certain ingredients, again, you've heard us say before, you don't need any ingredients, and I still hold true to that. But for those of us who practice the concept of of, uh, animism, who are animists, um, we are not just using those things just to help guide and focus we're actually tapping into those various life forces and those energies of those individual things to fuel our spell work. So I think we've talked about this before. I can't remember, maybe not, maybe I've written about this before, but there, um, you know, when we talk about use, when we talk about energies and we talk about, you know, powers, there's not just personal power, personal energy, there's actually different types of energy. There's our own personal energies, but then there's also earth energy. There's um, what Christopher Penzac, who now I'm questioning whether or not I like him, we'll get into that later. Um, uh, Christopher Penzac also um, coins what's known as sky energy, which is basically, or or celestial energy, I guess you can say, uh, which are the energies from the planets, the stars, the sun. Um, and then there's divine energy, which is, it could be deities, it could be a spirit guides, it could be ancestors, it could be mystical beings. But so you have basically, you know, these different types or categories of energies. And so animists use um, these different herbs and plants and trees and whatnot and uses the concept of, Channeling those various earth energies to enhance the personal energies into their spell work. So, so when you hear people say, "No, we're really only using it for focus," you know that's a misconception because there's a a lot of us who are animists who believe yeah. In that. Yeah, because I mean,
0: you know, it it's not it's not even just to. For our focus it's like you you pointed out we're using it to bring in that energy from that herb or that whatever you know we're using insects, whatever that those things are helping us by lending us their energy
1: yeah, exactly and theres full practices where their beliefs are I don't want to say centered around that, but it's a main part of that. I mean root work, for example. Oh, yeah. It's all about um, using and channeling those energies of the individual, individual spirits of those roots and plants and, and whatnot.
0: Absolutely, freaking I mean, come on, look at, like, one, one very popular root is the blood root, you know, because it, it's the color and has that feel of, like, family blood blood of anything, like it's that synthetic feel of that energy and life force.
1: But so like when you look at, uh, you know, root workers, um, hoodoo practitioners, whatnot, you know, you'll, some of them will share with you and tell you, you know, it's not, it, it, it doesn't even start with um, as, as they're using the root or herb. It, it starts with harvesting, even the process. Exactly harvesting you know of making an offering to the plants um after you know asking permission to yeah take a piece speaking, speaking, speaking to, to it
0: speaking to them you know giving them their intentions of the use of, of what they're going to do with that plant mm-hmm. you know asking mm-hmm. them if it is okay you know yes. and then like you said giving them an offering in replace of taking
1: yes yes um, and when, and, and when you cut it, when you cut the branch, even, you know, putting your finger over where you just cut it, like, like putting your finger My- over somebody's wound, I mean, treating it like a person because there, yeah, there's a spirit in there. So, so don't underestimate that, you know, and the reason why this came up is because I had a conversation with somebody um, on social media, not that long ago, who's uh, a new practitioner. And uh, it was we were have, Actually, I was having this conversation on animism on a completely separate note, and she kind of wasn't even part of the conversation, but she saw the conversation, and she chimed in, and she's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for this, because she had been hearing and kept being told, it's just for focus, it's just for focus, and again, I'm not downplaying that or, indu- or denying that, but that didn't, that didn't really do it for her, it didn't ring true for her, you know, she's like, there's got to be something more than that. You know, and, and like I said, you know, it's, you don't, you don't even need any of those things. You know, you have your own personal power, but you have the option of utilizing those other things as well and, um, and enhancing your personal power with, with the other powers. And so, um, if that's, if that's something, you know, for you that, that has not really dived really well with you, that you're just using it for focus, you know, um, uh, then, then explore the concept of animism. This next one is, is is a lot of fun. Witchcraft is associated with Satanism.
0: Whoa! I love that because I've got my one notes for that
1: one. Go for it.
0: So, first of all, we get that question or that thought of it being associated a lot. A lot on our amino, especially by newer, younger people. So... Here's the thing people first and foremost satan like satan or the devil was not created or like he was created but he wasn't in writing or a huge part of christianity until the 11th century because prior to that he was only associated in plays uh, you know the little puppet plays that you see in medieval movies and
1: stuff, or stuff oh no, like that. He, he he was he was associated earlier than that, but he wasn't in the original writings. He definitely no. wasn't in the original writings, at least not as a person. No, not as a person at all. But they didn't they did
0: not start like the whole you're going to hell and Satan's gonna get you until about the 10th or 11th century, and that was the way <laughs> for the church. To... I'm sorry, but when she said Satan's gonna get you, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, but but the whole reason the Christians in that time period brought it was so they could move and convert people of other faiths, like pagans and um, all that, to that to scare them into being Christians, but, and the whole thing with the whole. You know, your selling your soul thing was also a misconception made by
1: the Christians. So, so let's, let's talk about the word Satan. The word Satan actually was used originally in Jewish texts. And um, the word was used to denote an adversary, not even an adversary of God, just an adversary. It didn't, even, it didn't even pertain to an, it wasn't even considered an actual being until much later. But besides all of that, because I completely, just, I completely agree with you, Miss Mountain Gypsy, uh, besides all of that, let's back up even one step further. Satan, regardless of history and whether or not it was a person or not, is a Christian concept, okay? It is a Christian concept. So for a witch to be associated with Satan, the witch first has to be Christian because otherwise nobody else believes in a Satan. So, so that's point number one is that first of all, you can carve out everybody else that's not Christian that practices witchcraft. Because how can we be associated with somebody that we don't even believe in or recognize that is is an actual entity? So that narrows you down to the Christian witches, so you can talk to them about that. Um,
2: <laughs> right? Because I don't think there's <laughs> any here for you. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, I guess you can you know you can e- email Fire Queen from the other episode <laughs> and ask her uh, about that. Um, secondly um it's also let's take it another direction it's not related to satanists because a satanist in terms of being associated with the church of satan or the satanic temple neither of those actually believe in an actual being satan In fact, Anton LaVey, when he when he created the Church of Satan, it was specifically because, you know, it it was more of a way to go against the church saying we don't believe in your crap. Um, And they don't even believe there's an actual being, Satan. So when you come across those people who actually call themselves Satanists that actually do believe in an actual Satan, Satanic being. Believe it or not, there's a lot of a lot of practitioners, um, some left-hand path practitioners, and even some and some who actually also who yeah I'll just I'll just stick with the left-hand path uh, left-hand path practitioners who actually consider those people Christians because once again it's Satan is a Christian concept and so to believe in the Satan as a being you must be a Christian so. I've just twisted a lot of things here, but that's a long-winded way of saying, how in the fuck can witches be associated with Satan when I just gave you all of that, unless you're saying that we're all Christian? I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not.
2: Yeah, um, I'm not either. I think that's pretty obvious (laughs) point, but uh, yeah, that's actually a conversation I've had to have a few had to have a few times. Um, and it's just one of those things, like, I don't, not even when it comes to uh, witchcraft, at least for me, just prior to that, even I was atheist. So anytime anybody asked me about anything satanic, I was like, that has nothing to do with me. Like, it's really annoying. Like, it's super that is like a huge pet peeve of mine. If somebody asks me about anything I do being satanic, I instantly get so fucking irritated because it's one of those things that should be more common knowledge. And actually it is common knowledge. It's like, they just seem to not give a fuck when they're questioning you. <laughs>
1: um, I don't think it is common knowledge, to be honest with you. I think, I think the majority of people uh, uh, just go, you know, go with the sheep. I don't know. I I think my
2: my viewpoint is just I can't believe in something and not want to learn about it and not want to research it and not want to understand it more. So if you're if you are a Christian and you think witches are satanic, why don't you do a little bit of research? Like it, it'll unfold pretty rapidly. Like it doesn't. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even take long. Like it will take you less than 10 minutes to figure it the fuck out.
1: You know, uh, that's interesting that you say that because, you know, when you when you look at the layers upon layers upon layers of misleading information um, and, and the propaganda and such, you know, it's easy to see why the average person is, is going to initially be confused. But as you mentioned, the ability to put, pull that, back those layers with just a, a minimal effort. I mean, by the end of the day, exactly in, in a matter minimal of hours. Effort, minimal effort. a yeah. Google search,
2: one Google search, maybe a couple. <laughs> but I'm just yeah. saying, you could probably piece together that it doesn't stick with the first one. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Like, if you want to look further, please do. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it it it'll take you less than 10 minutes to figure out that it doesn't connect. You're connecting that yourself. That's your thought.
1: Well, it's a thought that's been ingrained through hundreds of years of propaganda.
2: Well, this kind of goes back to just me being atheist. It doesn't really have anything to do with my craft. I personally just cannot understand on a human level how anybody can just believe something that you're told and you're not allowed to question it. You're not allowed to look into it. Um, to me, that's sketchy. And <laughs>
0: that's what got me kicked out of catechism.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, I just... But you know, let, let's be real here, though. You know, when, when somebody is, is brought up in that scenario, that's not the easiest thing. You know, kids are very impressionable. So when you're, when you're brought up from a very, very young age, it does take a lot of deprogramming, so to speak, to get to to get yourself to a position where you even know to ask the question, and oh, yeah. you know, in in, um, in in nursing, there's a saying that, um, that that's basically something like the the nurse that that you should be scared of is not the nurse that doesn't know; it's the nurse that doesn't know she doesn't know, and. Um, I feel like that's a saying that can go for just about anything, right? And um, when, people, when people live in, in a state of haziness, uh, that's the way that they're raised, and they, they really don't have the time, energy, or desire to seek out the truth, um, they're not even going to know to ask the question. And, um, you know, that's kind of the sad part. I
0: mean, like, you know, it took me a long time to reprogram myself because, you know, growing up strict Catholic and everything. It, when I got to the point of wanting to ask questions, I was actually really afraid at first because, you know, it was so since birth ingrained in me because I had been going to church since I was like six years old. So,
2: yeah. I guess I'm just a naturally sketch person. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I've always just been real sketch about anything anybody's ever told me, no matter how minor or major it is.
1: But you have, but you have to, you know, just understand and realize that there's a lot of people out there who find comfort in ignorance. And I am not saying that at all to uh, be disrespectful because ignorance is a safe place to be yeah and and, um, and some people have that fear of the unknown, and in this case, ironically enough, the unknown is actually really to know. Um, yeah. But to just go with the status quo and, uh, and to go with that um, is a safe place to be. It's where everybody else is and brings us back to the whole, you know, hearing people say, oh, she's so woke. Well, uh, <laughs> I hate it so much. <laughs> I know, but, but it's actually fitting in this context because most people are still rather asleep. Yeah. Spiritually and intellectually. If you guys ever saw Joe versus the Volcano, it's one of my favorite lines from that movie. I'll paraphrase, I'll paraphrase because I don't know if I have the exact line right, but it's it's that one scene where she says, My father said that um, all the people are asleep. Everybody you meet, everybody you speak, uh, everybody you talk to, only a few people are awake. They live in a state of constant, total amazement. Oh, this is another one of my favorite, as in, this gets my blood pressure up. Oh, no. European witchcraft is the history of all witchcraft ouch. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) Let's let's get Bella's soapbox ready. No, no, no. I actually want to hear yours first.
0: Oh, first and foremost, if you know history, no, it is not. Absolutely don't think so, because there's more to it, and it
1: starts way before European history. I, I want to hear, because Hestia really tackled there, so I want to hear her perspective. Yeah, let's yeah. yeah. I There's only a Hestia on here. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> my thing is, I admittedly do not know a whole lot about um, history when it comes to witchcraft, other than the basic shit that's kind of force-fed to you. Salem and some of the European stuff. Um, however, I do know that it's quite traditional for Europeans to act like they are the beginning of everything. Um, So that's pretty much the only thing behind my cackle is like, oh, this again. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't have more to add than that, my bad. No,
1: that's okay, (laughs) that's okay, that's okay. My turn. Okay, first of all, uh, this is one that really gets me going especially when I'm confronted with, does everybody have a book on the history of witchcraft? And my response is always, always with, from what country? From what country? Right. Because witchcraft has existed for centuries in just about every country on this earth. (laughs) And the witchcraft in the Philippines is different from the witchcraft in Japan, which is different from the witchcraft in Germany, which is different from the witchcraft in Mexico, which is different from the witchcraft in Appalachia. And so if you want a history of witchcraft, which country are you looking for? What makes you think that there is one global book? Is there any global book on the history of anything that exists out there? Is there, is there,
2: you know, it's no. really funny you brought this one up because um, I recently did my like ancestry DNA thing. And as soon as I got my results back, I hit Bella up and was like, Hey, this is my, my ancestry. I need to know What I need to research for each of these places, it never would have even dawned on me to think that something was just going to be worldwide in one book that's I specifically asked for the different places, because What makes you think that everything would just be in one little book for you like that, like, I don't
1: know but but even even more so what makes you think it's all the same. I mean, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I could be wrong. I mean, especially when you watch all those conspiracy theories about ancient aliens, but from everything that I know, the internet was not invented until the 90s.
2: Okay. Right?
1: Pretty sure, pretty sure these cultures had little to no interaction with each other. Um, On occasion, there has been, you know, where some have conquered others and whatnot. but for the most part, different indigenous peoples have evolved on their own. Again, like I said, some of them with influences from other cultures here and there, but they've all developed over hundreds of years with their own individual practices. So, Unless there was an ancient alien internet that connected everybody, that said, let's all practice this way um there is no such thing what you read what people say uh the history of witchcraft with the um the witch burnings and all of that that's for them that's what happened in Europe there are six other continents just saying <laughs>
0: Exactly, there's six different continents and how many different
1: countries and all that stuff. So yeah, there you go. Okay, I need a moment for my blood pressure to come back down again. I I guess the reason why this is so near and dear to my heart is because I feel like I I have both, um, I, I have a game in this from two different perspectives. You know, I I am I am a half breed of of um of almost the the purest sense if that that's an oxymoron because you can't be pure if you're half. But you know my numbers are are almost almost exactly fifty fifty, uh, and half of it is Celtic Nordic, half of it is that that European, but the other half of it is Asian, which has absolutely zero relation to the to the history of my European side. Um, And I have delved into that and boy, I'm not done yet. And it's, you know, and I will be doing this for the rest of my life. Um, uh, Because there is so much and, and so much variation and so different. And yes, there's a lot of similarities even within Europe itself, but there's also a lot of differences even within Europe itself. So the, the European, even the European witchcraft history is also specific to just certain countries. There's other countries in Europe that also had witchcraft that experienced other history than what you were reading in those history of witchcraft books. Exactly, dude. I mean, most of the books that we're reading
0: on that specific history is in literally in specific you know large specific areas of Europe like London and England and places like that because if you think about it that's where most of these books were written and most of the people that published them had a more predominant way to get published for them to go out and everything so we're not getting like small little other places that
1: you know, things were going on, you know, yeah. Um, and, and it and you know, like the witch trials and whatever, you know, those those did spread throughout Europe, you know, there's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. but again, it's not reflective of every single country. But we do know that it also happened in Iceland, we do know it also happened, you know, in the Scandinavian countries, um, Germany, we do know that it happened in multiple countries in Europe. But it's still it still is not reflective of uh, uh, every single country in Europe. So so when you are, and don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to discourage because I'm actually very pleased when I see people wanting to delve into the history. They want to learn more. And that's a beautiful thing. But I think hopefully you'll get the, the theme of what we've been saying so far in this episode is there's no universal one thing. No. Um, so, stop, so stop thinking that there is, a one universal history to all of the witches in the world, because' there's not
0: no we all we all have different heritage, different cultures inside of us, and our different practices and, different practices yeah, you know we we all came our families or our bloodlines started somewhere else in the freaking world, and they had their own specific practice versus the other half of you.
1: So that's, you know. I mean, I will, I will tell you, I'm going to use my Asian side as an example, okay? I am half Southeast Asian. More specifically, I am half Filipino, all right? So when you look at the magical practices in the Philippines, first of all, that's one country, okay? One country. That country happens to be made up of over 1700 islands. I think it's 1700 islands. And so if you can imagine back then, when, as I you know very jokingly mentioned, no internet, you know no real means of communication, there were some, obviously some, but from those that were completely on the other side of the country, um, as you can imagine, multiple different cultures arose in one country alone. And within those multiple different countries arose multiple different magical practices. So even within the country of the Philippines, there are tons of different magical practices all with their own individual histories and origin stories. And that's just one country. Exactly, that
0: is like you said, one country. You can go to a totally another country and they're going to have so many different practices and paths and, you know, stories. You know, there's there's thousands and thousands of different stories. Are we going to get all of them unless you research and dive into a specific region? No, we're not. Because that's not the mainstream knowledge, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not the main focus. They just literally focus witchcraft history of
1: it geared to Europeans for some reason, you know. But the the witchcraft trials that everybody reads about on the quote-unquote history of witchcraft in Europe has no bearing on what happened in Asia, has no bearing on what happened in Africa, where, mind you, witchcraft was very much practiced there. And... And let's also not to forget the fact that, and again, I'm not, I'm not da- trying to downplay or anything, but a number of the people who were actually accused of witchcraft in, in Europe were not actual witches, yet there, oh. are, af- there were actual witches practicing in Africa, in Asia, in many other countries at that time, just as there are today. Exactly. Dude. Now I'm done. We cool now? We cool now? (laughs) Anything else you want to add, Hesia? Nope. Okay. This one's a little bit better for my, uh, for my blood pressure. All right. If it's in a book or on a video, it must be accurate information.
2: Um, I think we've kind of went over this in previous episodes, but Whether it's in a book or on a website, cross-referencing is a must if you're going to take something as fact. Yeah. That's just across the board. It doesn't matter what form the information comes to you
1: in. You still have to fact check it. And that includes us as well. For sure. Uh, The reason why I felt like it was important to bring this up is because of all this stuff that's going on about TikTok or witch talk. Oh, (laughs) Oh, I actually know a little bit about Bella's thoughts about
2: that. Shall we, <laughs> I, shall we ask her? I, I actually shared um, an article that kind of made it seem like they were doing their research and uh, just kind of helping each other out instead of bothering people who, uh, like myself, aren't really into that crowd they're younger, they're loud, they're annoying, you know, <laughs> so, like, I get it, like, I thought it was kind of a good thing, but then Bella showed me the other side of it, I am I am not on TikTok, admittedly, I am not their target demographic, um, I'm not a fun person to watch, like, uh, you'd probably be like, why is she here, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I'm not really their target demographic, I'm not on there, so I haven't seen it myself, um i was just reading this article and they had interviewed somebody who was i guess really known on the platform and she just kind of made it sound like they're doing their own research and helping each other out they don't really like the older crowd the older crowd doesn't really like them and i was like wow this is a good little arrangement um then bella comes in and is like here let me show you some shit real quick <laughs> <laughs>
1: So go ahead, Bella. (laughs) So, okay. So I I don't want this to come across as a TikTok bashing, okay? The only reason why I I feel like it's important to bring up is because, um, as Hestia mentioned, we've talked about this before, and so I just want to reiterate that again, that that includes TikTok. You're going to see, just like YouTube, there's going to be some great practitioners out there that are going to give you some some good solid banging advice and then there's going to be some idiots out there who are going to give you some stupid shit just to get your viewing just to get your subscription same with books there's you know we we've seen articles you know lately that have talked about fake authors and you know people that are just putting out books because it's a fad right now and they just want to get your money you know so TikTok is no different um i'm i'm sure that there are a few valid people on there but um from everything that i have seen and heard um there is at the very least an equal amount of bad information at the very most a hell of a lot of bad information just because it's a popular platform right now just please don't automatically assume that it's correct information or that it's good information I that's exactly. really all I want to put out there well I mean we had touched on you know
0: Lisa and her trendy books because you know five ten books before she was writing dirty no- romance novels and now she jumped on the trend of writing you know witchcraft books and half the information in there was totally wrong And she's still making money off of it because everybody swears by these books that she just suddenly decided to start writing after her dirty grocery store romance novel, (laughs) you know? But I mean, you know, that's our big thing. You need to cross-reference because, oh, like, you know, a lot of these new authors or people getting on these platforms are either very new themselves, don't even practice or have any knowledge and are just writing or speaking out their asses because they're just grabbing bits and pieces of information and just throwing them together. So cross-referencing absolutely is a must. And the TikTok crap, I learned firsthand last week by my oldest niece who thought auntie and her friend should be on TikTok. And I told her that was a hard task for me. Wow. Does she know anything about us? <laughs> Actually, she really does. But she thought it'd be cool because she thinks we're cool people and we, we, we do well on there. And I was like, um, first of all, we're... We would. I don't know if we would. I, that's what I... From but what I've seen, they're, they're real energetic and I'm not. <laughs> no, exactly. And like I told her, I was like, well, not that I'm saying any of us are old, but I go, it's just not our thing, and we're not here to make it seem cool. We're here to, like, educate and have people who are truly wanting to be part of this path continue, not feed yeah, into see, the yeah. bad. Yeah, we're we not don't... recruiting. We're not recruiting. Yeah, exactly. If they are already interested, if you're
2: already interested in, and you're going to, you know, adhere to it, then, you know, yeah use us for advice or or help or starting points for research.
0: Um, But some of those TikTok videos were bad, like really, really
2: bad.
1: Don't take anything
2: we're sharing as a recruitment attempt, because no.
1: (laughs) No, because, because honestly, and you can hate me for saying this, everybody, but I'll confess, if I had my choice, if witchcraft was a building... I'd be turning off the lights and turning off our vacancy sign right now.
0: Yeah. yeah. We're full. Sorry.
1: But I'm yeah, sorry. You. I'm sorry. I see my like sensor bits. So I apologize. It's just in the title. <laughs> but but um having said all that, you know, I, I will say again, like I said, you know, as with everything, there's always gonna be some good, there's always gonna be some bad, there's always gonna be some, bad, gonna be some questionable. You know, you just just be smart enough to understand that and realize that. I will say that we've had a, a number of people that have come into our 101 Amino community probably in the last few months who have very specifically said that that they came there because of being exposed to it on TikTok, mm-hmm. and that they recognize that they need more valid information and so they appreciate the exposure that they got from it on TikTok and now they are seeking actual knowledge and I appreciate that I very much appreciate that
0: not that is an appreciated fact I mean because I mean like you said we we have had several people over the month last few months actually that have come in and specifically have said it and I guess they've seen like a couple videos that you know, um it sparked their interest, but they realized after they did their own research and stuff, I found out that what they had seen or heard on TikTok was absolutely not correct or anything like that. So they decided to Google or search a community that would help them and that's how they got to one oh one. Yeah. So so, it,
1: so I, I do, you know, um Appreciate that. Uh, when again, you know, kind of on the same lines as what Hestia was saying earlier about you know the whole uh, satanic thing and all of that. You know, it doesn't take much to do a little bit of research and realize what is good information and what's not so good information. So, okay. you know, if if you are on the tech platform, you enjoy it. More power to you. You know, again, I just ask that. You, as with everything, including us, you take everything with a grain of salt, you back it up with your cross-references and your research, uh, and you get to um, the nitty-gritty, the real information, if you want to get anywhere in this path. Next on my list, this is a fun one, Ooh, and it actually also makes me kind of sad. And I'm being sarcastic, don't get all excited thisches. <laughs> I was like, oh uh, witchcraft is now completely accepted <laughs> <laughs> can we say absolutely not <laughs> you know i I think uh well go for, go for it
2: well, for one, I know recently there was uh Somebody, I think it was in Texas because I had seen it floating around on Amino that I guess somebody had actually been physically attacked outside <laughs> of a uh,
1: the metaph- metaphysical okay. shop.
2: Yeah, like a supply shop. Um, I guess they were like physically assaulted by a guy. And um, that's, I mean, no, it's not. I mean, and not even just here. There are countries where, where they're still killing people for it. Um, in, in Africa, so and, uh, and I don't—I can't remember the exact names. Um, it's been a while since I watched it, but there was a um, a documentary about uh, a specific place in Africa where they like they hunt them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I—I I think have some. Hunters. Yeah, somewhere in the Middle East too, I believe. Saudi Arabia. Right? Yeah. Saudi Arabia. yeah, yeah, they actually have like a police force that that's that's what the fuck they do yeah and that's i mean that seems really intense and crazy from a western perspective but it's very much real it's it kind of reminds you that it happened here too it's not unheard of like it it happened it's happening um
1: well and i've and i've said this before several times so at the risk of being repetitive uh i i'm still going to say it again so apologize if you have a really good memory and remember me saying this but you know when we talk about witch hunters we're not talking about fucking like people in the movies you know when i think of a witch hunter i think of what would a modern day witch hunter look like today well it would be probably somebody who's a religious zealot uh, uh, most likely christian or catholic or 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 uh, abrahamic of some sort Um, who feel that we are doing the devil's work, who will try to discredit us um, by contacting our places of employment, contacting family, and if they really have several screws loose, showing up at a metaphysical shop or a gathering and do an outright attack. In this case, uh, as Hestia pointed out, one that's already been documented but I'm thinking mass shooting. I'm sorry yeah. to go there, but if, <clears throat> if we have already seen people do it for uh, looking for Muslims, looking for people of Mexican heritage, what makes you think that it's any less likely that somebody would do it for a subculture that is in disagreement with their underlying religious beliefs
0: yeah what makes you think we're not on that list you know and it's it, it's really sad because like you said what would a modern day witch country look like just a normal person off the street to a blind to us you know
1: i challenge i challenge you all you have, we, we have been touting, do your research, do your research, do your research on witchcraft, medical practices, all of that. I challenge you all take a couple hours out and start doing some research on um, fighting witches, on ousting witches, on, um, uh, on what's the word I'm looking for? Apologetics, I guess, for lack of a better word on witchcraft yeah you would be surprised on how much is out there on how to identify us how to um I guess convert us yeah, you know, yeah, how to fight us if you don't think that still exists out there it does do google it google
0: it Go because also also here's another one you could do Google and research your state laws on it because yes, I live I live in a state that literally has only only like fifteen or sixteen years has taken it to where it was illegal like where it's not illegal now to practice. So say fifteen or sixteen years ago, if I had moved up here with my husband before. I could have gone to jail for it because it was still illegal up until 15 or 16 years ago mm-hmm. to be a witch in North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. And um from what I understand there's still quite a few states and counties in different states that still have it that it is illegal
1: to be now, a witch in Now in that respect in that respect one of the few times where I will have to um, bow down uh, in humility and say that I, that's one of the few times where I am grateful to Wiccans for what they did. Um, one of the reasons, actually the one of the main reasons that Doreen Valiente especially was so adamant about making uh, witchcraft and Wiccans look good in the public eye was because of a resurgence of animosity that was building up against witches. And this happened in in, in Europe um, where, where she was and when Gardner was, but there were some um, new legislature coming down the pike in the parliament that she was actually lobbying against for and trying to show we are not, you know, we are not these evil people that you have to create this this new condemnation, these new laws for. And so it's because of the work that they did that I think from a political perspective that we're in a much better, more tolerant environment from that respect. But political political tolerance is not the same as religious tolerance. No. And um, and so yes, we are definitely much more acceptable aesthetically. Um, politically, it's much more tolerant. But from certain religions, that tolerance has not changed. No. Or I the mean, level I've, the level of tolerance has not changed.
0: I mean, I've spoken to you guys about one of my dearest friends that I grew up with, you know, as a child, and I've known him for 20 plus years, almost 30. And now that he's on this Christian path, he likes to challenge me constantly. I mean, it's not a, it's not one of those, you know, horrible challenges. Like, he just likes to constantly question me and try to preach that I'm going to hell for not following his beliefs and he's trying to save me and my my friends from damnation when the rapture comes and it's kind of annoying especially from someone that you've grown up with and always accepted who you were and then now all of a sudden you're like persecuting me and trying to get me to be a Christian or whatever again you know and it, especially at the time that it is now, it is really hard because you're going to find those people who said that they, um, you know, believe that they were, you know, by your side this whole time. But with the time we're in now, you're going to find out they really weren't. Yeah. like They were just tolerating your shenanigans or whatever. <laughs> we thought it so. was a
1: phase. It kind of
0: yeah, it, it's just been a 20-some, 30-year
1: phase. <laughs> I've been in a 30-something year phase so far. Right. <sighs> um. You know, again, I am not trying to fear monger, not trying to create a lot of fear in people, just trying to get everybody to be a little bit more realistic in their thought processes and approach. Don't Don't be so naive.
0: No, don't be. Because yes, we, we politically and stuff, we do, we we are more free, but there are some countries and evidently there are still counties and some states here in the United
1: States that have it to be
0: illegal to be a witch. So.
1: Did you hear that? It either sounds like thunder or... um. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounded
2: okay. like straight up gunshots. What the fuck are you talking about?
1: <laughs> I, was just, I was hearing echoes.
0: It's my it. The neighborhood, like it's like two neighborhoods down. They think they're all Rambo and stuff on the weekend, and they really, really are bad at it. <laughs> that is some country ass shit. Hey, well, you can walk out to your front
1: yard and shoot Bambi.
2: If you shoot Bambi, Aww. I will never talk to you again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's not very Snow White of you.
2: Right? What kind of asshole Disney princess are you?
0: <laughs> exactly that. The asshole Disney princess who doesn't want to spend a lot of money on me. There it is.
1: <laughs> okay, next one. Next yeah, one. My favorite. This one's, this one's funny. Oh, I love this oh. one. I love this one. Okay. Crystals, incense, and essential oils are exclusive to witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> No, no. So, um, I think that for those of you who are older, this is a no-brainer because since the fucking, what, 60s and 70s, I mean, the new agers and the hippies and everything, I mean, police. And just
2: stoners. Like, stoners <laughs> right? use the fuck out of incense and don't give a fuck about what they mean. They, they'll smell like some random ass shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, that'll cover the smell. It's cool. <laughs> I see kids today freaking out, saying like, "Oh my god, they're gonna become a witch because my mom, my parents are gonna know I'm a witch because I'm getting crystals." I'm like, "Since fucking when? Right? What did I tell that one kid the other day? Just Becky's big... owned them since like, you know, when she was. I mean, everybody fucking owns crystals.
0: Yeah, you have, dude, you like... have a damn
1: crystal in your watch. If you still own a watch.
0: <laughs> i mean come on dude like i told the kid that kid that one time what was it a couple weeks ago when they asked about the crystals and stuff i was like dude just go out to your yard pretend like not pretend but tell your parents you're into geology you know everything has something and i was like how hard is that like i don't think everybody's gonna assume you have a crystal so you're a witch the chili oil is a hippie oil. Heck yeah! <laughs> I mean, what if
1: you're going through a hippie phase? Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know where that came from. I really, really don't. Uh, the only thing I can think of is um, it's it's one of those things when you have new generations come in and they don't pay attention to their history or even their most recent history. Um, You know, that they think that everything is new, and I'm not trying to be like, I'm all old, you kids are stupid, and I apologize if I'm coming across (laughs) that way, but the thing is, you know, just, just look a little bit, and you will see, you know, the generations, the older generations that are still currently still alive, uh, have been using this shit, for a super long time in so many other things other than witchcraft, including, like Hesia said, including just getting fucking high. So.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't, it, it's not. I mean, going towards the Abrahamic religion. I'm sorry, but I really hated Lent and Christmas time growing up because that church was smoked out with frankincense and myrrh. Yeah.
1: Totally. You couldn't
0: even breathe walking in those doors. So it's not exclusive to witchcraft.
1: It's also in the Catholic churches. It's fucking everywhere. It has nothing to do exclusively with being witchcraft only. Mm-mm. Oh, my baby. Anything you want to say about that, Hestia? Except for other than you're laughing, that she keeps laughing at these. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she's just can keep laughing. Okay, the next one. Uh, this is a good one. I'm going to let he- uh, uh, Mountain Gypsy go on her soapbox for this. You must follow definitions of correspondences that are have been published.
0: Oh my God. You really had to do that one out there. No. Okay. So just because it says it, it it this this and that or whatever, it it has to be specifically for that. It's absolutely horse crap. Like I'm sorry, but like we said a little while ago, what what works for me and I associate, like, a certain herb with something, someone else is not going to associate it with that. And, I mean, just because you, it says that roses are for love spells and stuff, they don't necessarily have to mean that. Like, what do you feel when you pick up a certain herb or a certain tool or something? Like, what does it mean to you? What, what do you associate that crap because just because some old dude wrote it down in the book and says that's that's what it means does not necessarily mean what it means to you. So uh yes. And colors, it's the same thing with colors. Like you're not talking about uh, Scotty, are you? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we I will not I won't I won't throw names out there, but you know. some, some old dude says the color purple is wisdom and shit or whatever. It doesn't necessarily mean that because I mean, you know, I associate different things with purple
1: versus what the damn book says. Yeah. You know, the thing about the correspondence is, you know, are we saying that they're all bullshit? No, No. you know, those are, those are general, you know, those are, those are general interpretations uh, and you may resonate. Re- you may resonate with those general interpretations. The point being is that if that's not what it means to you, it doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means that you have a different association with it, um, and it's okay to go with your association because again, witchcraft is personal. That's yeah. what personalizes it. We're you're not. Witchcraft is not about following the set of directions. It's, um, it's, it's, about, it's about personalizing it, internalizing it. And so if you want to refer to the correspondences, there's actually nothing wrong with that. Use that as, as, a, as a guiding tool. Use that as a reference because some of it may, may be right up the alley of what, it is, what you associate with it. Um, but it may equally not be and that's okay. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I mean I mean
0: you've gotta start somewhere, but the more you the more you research, the more you practice, things are going to change for you. That thing that said, you know, Rosemary was this to you in this book may no longer in a couple years be associated with that set written word
1: there's no. this um there's this youtube witch uh the holly witch i don't know if you guys have ever watched her anybody's familiar with her but um i can't even remember what she was doing it was some sort of uh it was some sort of spell oil i think that she was doing and um so she was going through she she's going through the ingredients that she puts in and she throws in some juniper berries and she says why she puts them in there and then she goes, you know what? Let me grab, and I think she grabbed Scotty's book to read, like what um, what <laughs> Scotty's definition was. And she read it, and she's like, "Yeah, um, that's I'm not what I think. I put it in there because of blah blah blah, you know. And that's that's yeah. cool. That is what you're supposed to be doing, you know. That's what that's what feels right for her. So. No, oh, dude, that's yeah. Because I mean, I mean,
0: it's amazing that you know these kids really want. That, that are wanting to learn, are, are reading, but they also have to realize that, you know, what they read right now at this time at the beginning, in the next two, three, five years from now, it's not gonna mean the same to them. They're gonna no. associate it with something totally different. The more they work with it, the more they learn about
1: it in different aspects, all that. So, and, and, totally and you know what, and you know what, I can see how frustrating that is. I really do. You know, people who really, really want so badly to dedicate themselves and to learn this. um, I, I very much appreciated that. I very much appreciate how frustrating that is. There has, you know, as much as we have always said, it's, um, it's always about research. Do your research. It's always about learning a never-ending process. That is true, <clears throat> but um, one thing we haven't really harped on as much, which is, which is it's also about letting go and allowing yourself to grow and to morph and, um, and to constantly change. Because um, the learning gives yourself the foundation but then you need to allow yourself to expand and to grow. And the way that you do that, yes, it sometimes is through reading more, but it's also through experimentation. It's through, it's, it's through internalizing things and putting it back out. It's to taking it to the next level and just starting to experience it. Mm-hmm. And that, that you'll never get from any book. No. No. No, it won't,
0: because, I mean, you're not the same person from five years ago, and things don't, you don't use things in the same way you did five years ago.
1: Yeah, totally. No. Totally. And, I mean,
0: it's the same with And Hexier. That's it's my
1: tarot cards.
0: Exactly. Unless Miss Northern, like, it's like Miss Northern Lights down there. Like, you know, everything changes for her <laughs> on a day-to-day basis, the more she learns and grows.
1: Yeah, well that's I
0: I mean there's not a whole lot more
2: to add to this specific topic, but I just I suggest looking at everything as a starting point. Anything that you're studying is a starting point and you should always make sure it fits because there's gonna be like say just one ritual. If you're one of those people that buys like a book of rituals or a book of spells and you read one, you may be like, Okay. This sounds like it'll work for me, but I don't have this. So now you have to replace something. So you make sure it sticks to you. And I, I honestly just recommend starting from scratch, using stuff like that as a blueprint instead of actual ingredients or actual
1: what you need to do. Um, or to get your... your juices flowing for yeah just to just ideas
2: yes ideas um use everything you read as a starting point look more into it and do what feels right for you yep
1: beautiful okay the next one is another pet peeve of mine so i see these memes going around um they've been going around for quite some time and it's this this list of like five different things of these universal substitutes. Rosemary can be substituted for every herb. Clear quartz can be substituted for every crystal. White candle can be substituted for every color candle. I forget what the other, I think those are like the three main ones that they talk about. What do you guys think?
2: I've seen those posts, um, but I don't really use social
1: media as a guideline. So I just see it, and I keep scrolling. <laughs> right. The thing scrolling. is that that particular meme, I see a lot of newbies really grab grab a hold of that. Yeah. And, and that is uh, that's a it's a bit discouraging to me. Um, you know, rosemary rosemary has its own properties. Each again, it goes also back to my personal belief on animism. You know, I mean. No, I don't consider rosemary a substitute for every single fricking herb. I mean, that's, to me, that's crazy. Um, you know, it's, it's also lazy. I'm sorry, but for me, that's also lazy um, yeah. because I, uh, you know, the, the, the excuse that I hear and yes, I'm going to be rude and say, it's an excuse. The excuse that I hear is, well, I just don't have anything else. And that's all I have really have you walked outside. Exactly. Because I guarantee gonna, you, you've got some weeds outside. If you checked your backyard, you don't have a backyard? Have you walked around to your park? And but I'm yeah. sorry, the, the white candle part bothers
0: me because I you know I'm into the whole color spectrum thing. And last time I checked white was the absence of color and black is it's all colours. All colours combined. Therefore, shouldn't you be using a black candle? I See, a candle? I'm pretty sure it's kind of it, they
2: may not admit this, but I think it boils down to the whole implication of black being negative and white being positive. No. That's no, how that's, that's how it's always came across to me.
1: No, the the way the way that I hear people try to justify that is that white is a blank slate, like a blank canvas. You know, like you said, it's the absence of color, so you can infuse it with your, your color. But I know an equal amount of people who use black because of that very reason, because it represents all colors, yeah. you know. But, you know, for me, now for me, my personal opinion is that neither are substitutes. You know what's a substitute for me? A regular non-tinted beeswax candle, because that's a, that because that's a natural. Now, yes, yeah. yeah, some people can say, well, that's naturally yellow. Oh, yes, it is. It's yeah. natural. The point being, though, is that, you know, the substitute is going to be what is the substitute that works for you? And I'm going to throw this one last I, thing Okay, I,
2: I have a question, though. Yeah. Okay. White candles cost the same amount as the colored candles of the same size. Why do you only have a white one?
0: right
2: why didn't you just buy the fucking color you need there
1: you go if you if you buy this if you buy like i i often get like exquisite a company exquisite and they put in a bunch of different colors and because i use some colors more than others i'll often run out of those colors first and then i'll so if i need that color i won't have it but that's where i was gonna say was you know again. Stop worrying about the color itself. Think about what your purpose is. And what, what, do, what do I have and what can I use to enhance that purpose? And if my purpose is, just an example, uh, let's just say it's, it's anger that I'm trying to portray and I'm all out of red because I used all my red candles because I'm so angry all the time. So what else can I use? I'm not gonna automatically go, well, this meme said white, so I'm gonna use white. No, I'm going to think about what am I trying to accomplish? What do I have at my disposal? And maybe I can use another candle with a similar type of reasoning, or maybe I'm just not gonna use a candle at all and I'm gonna use something else. Because it's you know, about that's, my purpose. That's a
2: really good point too, though. You don't have to use
1: a fucking candle. That was my next one. That's my next misconception. And then it ties all rolled in together. Perfect segue into my next misconception, which is you must use a candle for spellwork. Not all magic is candle magic. Who fucking hmm? said?
0: Exactly. <laughs> where was it? Where? Where has it been written in stone that you must must use a candle? Instagram. Oops, my
2: bad. Like for, right?
0: Like, I mean... Social media in general. Yeah. Like, there's a ton of things that you can do instead of a candle spell. You've but, got jar spells. You've got, you know, just... Cashets,
1: mojo bags.
0: You know, you've jar- got so many...
1: Happy. Talismans. So much. papers.
0: Water. Yes.
2: My, so first, my first one was petition and I liked it. Not everything is candles. Come on now.
1: But here's here's I think it's part to... of the aesthetic too. Well, but here's another thing to think about the candle as well. Is that I think it's one of those things that that new people go to as well, everybody's doing it, right? And it's universal. So not only is it not required for every single spell, but understand why you're using the candle to begin with if you are. So, I get the question. I've gotten this question a few times. I can't burn something in my house. Can I use an LED candle? Okay. So, so my response is exactly what I just said. My response to that question is a question back to the other person, which is Why are you using the candle to begin with? What is your reason for using a candle? When a person uses a candle, generally speaking, it's because they are wanting to tap into the fire element. So if you are wanting to utilize the fire element, the LED candle is no longer fire so if you are tapping into the fire element, then you need to think of another method to incorporate the fire element. If you're using a candle for a color, then use something else for the color since you can't use the candle. But don't just blindly just, just light a candle just because that's what you think is needed for the spell work. Understand everything that you're using, and why? Oh,
0: well, fuck's done. <laughs> ah, dude, I mean, you, you, there's a specific reason you're using a candle. I mean, and just because now it's, like we've always been saying, it's a trend or a fad to have to have candles. You don't. You really think the the people that came before us had access to candles of all sorts of colors all the time. Right? No! They had bonfires and water and oil lamps and crap like that.
2: So... Oil lamps yeah. are... I love oil lamps, too. Use those. Get them. You'll like them.
1: Hell yeah, dude. I've got three in the house. Make a, make a fucking bell, bell fire, you know? Yeah. Or if you can make a bonfire. You know... I or like just, doing that, too. I do light that something often. On fire. Just light something on fire. Right? Light a piece Paint, of paper just, on fire. There you go. Throw it in the jar. You've got a little yeah. fire. There's your fire, fire element. In fact, you know in what? fact if use you're cinnamon.
2: Use cinnamon. A cinnamon stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you don't have a candle and you still want to use fire, yeah, do the little bale fire. But however you say it. Apparently, yeah. I can't talk right now. Um, but yeah, I do that often. And in fact... That's how you can do uh, stuff with petitions too, and petition paper. You don't, It doesn't. Fire doesn't automatically have to
1: mean candle either. Yeah, fire yeah. also doesn't automatically have to mean physical fire. Yeah, there are many things that represent fire. Chili powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sun. I don't like the but- sun. <laughs> put put your petition in direct sunlight you've just utilized the element of fire exactly dude there's like so many different things
0: that are associated with a fire that you could use
1: besides a damn candle yes but the point being is that understand what you're doing with the candle to begin with you know I, it, it's interesting because it's it seems like a no duh that i'm working with fire when when you're talking about lighting a candle during spell work but you'd be surprised how many people i've asked that question to and they're like you know well like they're not associating the two. Oh yeah oh yeah it's fire that's what i mean well yeah duh. what did you what did you think you were doing with candle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> they so didn't know trash.
1: that that's what it is though is they didn't know because they didn't look into it it's a lack yeah. of research yeah So, again, going back to our theme of the show, not everything is universal. Don't just blindly follow what everybody, you think is everybody is doing. Um, And no, a candle is not required for every single spell work. I don't ever want to hear that question again. I don't have a candle. I can't get a hold of candles. So can I still do spell work? I don't ever want to hear that question again. I'd have been like, no, nope, nope.
2: (laughs) You can't. <laughs> oh. No, I'm sorry. Give up nope. right now. Nope, yeah. you can't do it. I can't believe you don't have fucking candles. What is right. wrong with you? Have you thought, oh. about, have you thought <laughs> about
1: stamp collecting? <laughs> hmm. How dare your you! Bug no
0: <laughs> your bug collecting is coming back into a, a
1: a liking again. Go for that. Seriously, go for that. The things that you can do with bugs? Seriously. Yeah. Go back to I your. I really bug wish. Collection.
2: I really wish I wasn't as eh about insects as I am because, man, I have some oil ideas that I think would be absolutely
1: amazing, but I am not collecting shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wish I wasn't that way the cockroaches because, man, I would have some freaking amazing collections. Uh, Thank you, Dad.
2: <laughs>
0: no.
1: Max is a handy helper in that one. All right, Somebody next one.
2: going to send me some spiders. I forgot who.
1: I don't know. Liz, maybe? Anyway. I can, <laughs> I can tell you for sure it wasn't going to be me, because any spider that I find will be mine. Thank you. <laughs> Anywho, what is the next one? The next one is also having to do with spell work, which is you must have a fancy rhyming incantation to do a spell. What, are we Dr. Seuss now? everything's
2: gotta rhyme um or how about just you need an incantation period yes exactly because you don't like so the rhyming aside Barney (laughs) 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 if you're so infatuated with rhyming calm down but no it doesn't have
1: to rhyme but you don't have to have one to begin with that's absolutely correct if you if you want all of that stuff that's fine but
2: yeah under- nobody is nobody's trying to downplay it or say don't do it i know people right. that do
1: it but just understand <laughs> the difference between wanting and needing yeah. you want to? that's great self feels like you're you doing <laughs>
0: Because
2: so yeah. so there are some things that to other people might look like I'm just being extra aesthetically, and it might have started that way. But once it becomes ritual for me, that's just how it has to be, or it's not going to go right. So yeah, uh, mind your business. Yeah.
1: And that's that's <laughs> that's fine. But um, yes, that that is absolutely right. There doesn't have to be an incantation. Uh, personally, I rare I I should rarely infrequently somewhere around there do I use actual incantations? most of the time most of the time it's I'm speaking on the fly because it's more raw that way that's absolutely how I feel most of the time I don't have
0: anything prepped prior to doing anything or it's literally what's flowing out of my head my emotions and how what's going on and see Mm -hmm. to me that makes more sense that makes more sense because
2: Mm -hmm. if you're one of those weirdos that just always talks like you're rhyming nobody likes you stop (laughs) (laughs) so um, you're not going to tell me that's just naturally how you talk like because if it is you're wow and you need to stop
1: but but you know (laughs) what but some people really get into that and that's where their power comes from and more power to you yeah there's nothing wrong with that like if
2: I were to actually write something down premeditated I might do it that way um
1: because I don't know why not but but there's also you know not only does it not require an incantation not only also it all it also doesn't necessarily require you to say anything at all there are many people yes who believe that um, that you don't need to speak anything, that it can all happen in here. And that's fine too. If, if that's where you feel your your power comes from is is internalizing it, so be it. Other people feel that it's just one word, that they just need to say one word and that's all they say. You know, the point or vic- they visualize it
0: yeah visualization in your own head like no words needed
1: just just right not even no not even words in your head exactly just visualization (sighs) it's so yeah so there is no right or wrong way it's only right or, or, or it's only right or wrong if you feel it's right or wrong so if you are are used to doing incantations and you hear us and you decide and your next spell work that you're just gonna be able to visualize and it doesn't feel right, well then it doesn't feel right for you. But that doesn't mean that it was wrong. It was just wrong for you. The point being is again, stop cookie cuttering yourself. Exactly.
0: Don't put yourself in a small little box of this is how you're supposed to do it. And you're not freaking Dr. Seuss or
1: Barney. Nothing has to rhyme. Uh, and newer practitioners, I think, sometimes get intimidated by that because when you look at published books and spell books and stuff like that, all of these ornate spells with these, you know, and thouest and so-mode-it-be, and all of this, and by the way, you don't always have to say so mode be okay? No, you don't. You don't have to say shit. You could go say go fuck off, and that's all you could say. You get the end, you can say go fucking do it now.
0: exactly or you could flip the bird or whatever you feel like doing that's just if you don't have to have words at all if you don't want to
1: so okay so i have the side story so i i rarely cast circle but every once in a blue moon i will if i feel just for whatever reason you know if it's something's up my butt and i feel like i have to do it So it's been a while since I've passed circle. But I remember the last time I did, there was something that happened and I got really frustrated. And so I just kind of ended everything and opened opened circle. And um, But I did not go there and like do this ornate thing to open it. I literally was like, look and open. And I walked out. I mean. (laughs) I could just so see that all right just open the goddamn circle i'm out <laughs> that's literally that's literally what i do It's like "Fucking it open and i walked out and um but i knew it was open like i didn't have to do anything ornate and oh it doesn't doesn't have to be this fabulous freaking my ancestors know i, no, I cuss so you know you probably got it from them so it's okay nobody cares oh. It doesn't have to be, like, this fancy-ass freaking production. Okay. The next misconception. Smoke is the only way to cleanse. No.
2: Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Depending on what energies you work with really determines that, because even the ones that I can outline, like, oh, you can use the sun or the moon or the earth or salt, um, or smoke, or water, Your or breath. Whatever. Yeah. Um, even that is limited. Like, I—I I mean, I don't really know how else to put it.
1: Well, I—I I see this question a lot. You know, I can't get a hold of incense. What—what what can I use to? You know, how—how how am I going to cleanse? Or take the a shower. Energy. Yes. And actually, Heskia, Yeah, that's a—that's a really good one. You know, even just holding it will cleanse something. It's, it's all about, like you said, you know, what, what, what is your purpose? What are you trying to accomplish? What are the energies that you're working with? Um, the, the cleansing, as with, every, every, as with many other things that we do, is the moving and transmuting of the different energies. So it is not, um, it, it's not restricted to smoke. But at the very most basic, you, you can also consider just any of your four elements. Smoke is just one of the four elements. You still have your three other elements. You have fire and you have water and you have earth because smoke is considered air. Um, so at the very least, consider those. But then, you know, like I said, you can hold something in your hand. Some people like to do it in their dominant hand. Um, your breath, your act, your your actual you know uh, life force that comes through your breath is a form of charging and cleansing. Um, like Hesse was saying, lunar energy, solar energy, um, sound, your energy, okay. energy manipulation. I said your energy. Your energy, sound. Sound is. Um, Another element of air, other than smoke, that can be used to cleanse. Uh, Literally, the the list is endless. You're only limited to the span of your imagination.
0: Exactly, dude. My favorite one is energy manipulation. Using my own personal and universal energy is Mm -hmm. amazing because... I can target, you can target the specific energies that you want to be removed and the energies you want to be kept. And because, I mean, if you use smoke cleanses, like you had brought up earlier, prior to recording, um, you know, certain plants can totally erase every energy around you. And you kind of really don't want a blank slate because that leaves you open for the negative energy that you were
1: trying to rid, get rid of to come back. And gets rid of maybe some of the positive energies that you wanted to stick around. Exactly. So,
0: you know, you,
1: it, it's tailored to yourself, uh,
0: again, it, it's tailored to your preference. And you also have to think about what you want to keep and what you don't want to keep.
1: Which is the segue into the next misconception. Which is that smoke cleansing is uh, is just done with sage. Everybody in their mom is freaking out because sage is sold out and you can't buy sage. And I'm not talking about the um, the the medical uh, benefits of it being um, you know. Potentially antibacterial. I'm, I'm I'm talking purely from the per- spiritual perspective. Um, there, literally, if it can be burned and create smoke, you, cool, and cleanse with it. The catch is to understand research and decide what resonates in terms of what properties you are trying to initiate. So sage is not the only thing that cleanses out there. All kinds kinds of woods can, all kinds of herbs can. Um, Some have similar cleansing protective properties. Some will enhance prosperity. Some will uh, enhance other things. You have to, again, just you know a mix between your research and what you're feeling from from those energies but it's not just all about sage people get over it stop just just, that's that's a herd mentality again understand what you're doing understand why you're doing it
0: yeah because i mean there's there's some There's so many different things that you can use. Like you said, there's so many woods because I mean, you can walk out wherever you live. You've got some kind of tree out here that you can use, Like I have walnut, I have cedar, you know, I have maple. They all have different properties and different things that you can use. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go drop a freaking 10 bucks on a thing
1: of sage. And sage is one of those things that potentially wipes out all your energies and you know like I was telling the girls earlier I rarely use sage because there's rarely a time that I want to get rid of everything there have been occasions where I like to start with a blank clean slate for all energies but those are very specific occasions why the hell do I want to get rid of everything exactly dude you don't want
0: to be all you know blank slate for everything to just like suck it on suck stick onto you you know because, I mean, there's, there's energy you just want to keep around versus just clearing it all. Because, I mean, yeah. we all work with different kinds of energies. So there's specific energies that are not necessarily negative that we want to keep around. Absolutely.
1: Abso-fucking-lutely.
0: Exactly, dude. I mean...
1: That's a Hestia word. I'm just using it.
0: We just quote Hestia.
1: Yes, but, but I'm yeah. giving her I'm giving her the credit so she doesn't <laughs> sue me for, you know, couple.
0: Uh but yeah, dude, like that, that's that's a big pet peeve that I keep constantly seeing on you know, questions is the whole sage thing. And like right now with everything going around in the world, you're not gonna find sage either. And if you do, you're gonna unless be charged. you grow it.
1: Exactly.
0: You're gonna be charged an arm and a leg. For something that's this big,
1: because it's such a popular thing these days. Yeah, and again, it's because it's popular. You know, I I, I challenge you to ask yourself: Why are you burning the sage? Are you burning it for its actual properties? Or are you burning it because everybody and their mom is is burning it? I remember what ten, fifteen years ago, that little
0: stick that I just brought up. I could go get a Double bundle bucks. for uh, yeah, yeah for a dollar or two. Now you go and they're like $10. I was
1: like, really? No wonder oh. I started. For those that insist on using Sage, because that's, you know, that's the thing to use these days. You'll be happy to know that um, there's at least one less person that is buying it that you have to fight for. Because like I said, I rarely use it. I grow
0: it. I grow it myself, but I don't use it for cleansing like that specifically, unless, like you said, it's a specific reason. Yeah. And it's cheaper for me to
1: go buy three plants, grow it, and bundle it myself. I'm very particular. When I smoke cleanse, I'm very particular. I combine the herbs that I need or the woods that I need based on what I'm trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah exactly because i mean like i use i have the cedar tree and i can always tell when there's going to be a branch that needs to come off and i will cut that and i will use that for specific things yeah yeah
1: okay the last one i have on my list is that nordic and Celtic traditions is basically the same as wicca a fucking lutely not Quoting Hestia again. <laughs> no. Because that pisses me off so much.
0: It, 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 it's, it's agitating because they're totally different regions. They're totally different belief systems. Totally different everything. And, you know, we, we came across a question that kind of goes with this this week with the ruins and really? that kind of, yeah the ruin question that we had oh yeah yeah that oh that yeah kind of, that pissed that, me. that annoyed the ever-living shit out of me because you know this person was like these are Celtic that's what I was told and I was like no Celtic and Norse are totally
1: different they are there are there are because of the uh geographical closeness there are some overlapping there's no doubt about that there's no. uh, there's certainly overlapping traditions between the celtic traditions and the nordic traditions um wicca wicca practice uh it was it was founded in europe um there is certainly going to be uh, a number of elements of celtic especially practices That um, were incorporated into Wicca. That is the extent of the similarities, okay? They are not one and the same. Uh, Just everybody needs to realize, uh, just do a little bit of of research on um, the Celtic and Nordic um, cultures and the practices. These were actually quite, um, I don't want to use the word barbaric. Uh, because, you know, these, these cultures actually mean quite a lot to me. Uh, and yeah. I tend to think of, of uh, calling somebody barbaric as a bad term. But um, they were, rather, you know, very tribal. Very. Very raw. Um, there was a lot of violence. <laughs> uh uh-huh. um, Not much association with love and light. No, not at all. Because, so, I
0: mean you know, for myself, being of Nordic descent and of the Norse, you know, belief system, uh, what do you call it? I mean, there's just so many different things, especially with their deity system of how they work and everything. You know, it's just, it, it's totally different. And it really does agitate me that people throw them as the same practice or culture when first of all they're not and i mean like you said they they're not barbaric but like they're very ruthless and you know they pretty much ran their own social like system you know everything was all right if this is gonna especially for the nordic part, like you know they believe in Valhalla, if you were a warrior and a person of good stature, that's where you were. That's where you went when you died. You know, you got to be feast on everything under the sun. And, I mean, I'm
1: not too familiar with the Celt system, but it's totally opposite. Well, um, you know, just kind of going, if you look at the Again, we're kind of separating the magical practice from the religious practice right now. But if you look at the religious aspect of the Nordic culture, the Nordic path, and you look at the Wiccan, that alone you will see a huge difference. Wicca is very subservient, it is all about worship. Um, and that is absolutely not what. The, the Norse. Nordic, yeah, no, the Norse, we, the Norse do not worship at all. There is no worshiping, there is no subservience in, uh, in the relation with Nordic deities. No, and I, I actually have a t-shirt that
0: states, my God me- demands me to be on my feet and not on my knees and to, you know, stuff like pretty much to that aspect. Like we don't fall to our knees to To ask for anything, we are demanded to do what is necessary. Mm-hmm. yeah, so you know, and I mean, going back to my heritage it's just, and it's always that's been how I've always believed. I'm not gonna ask somebody,, um, like my brother says, in the damn sky to do something for me they gave me that will to go and do it for myself
1: with their guidance not with their permission right now granted you're going to find some similarities and like i said that's because wicca took some components of the celtic and nordic practices but it's not the other way around so uh don't equate the two no because you're gonna come in, you, you're you're gonna run into very traditional
0: people on both sides and that are gonna be very pissed off at that.
1: Especially especially the Nord Nord's the Norse pagans, they're gonna kick your ass. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're gonna be very heathenistic, and y'all, what'd you say?
1: <laughs> they even have a word for people who try to incorporate Wicca and the Norse traditions together. And it, and it, they don't say it with love either.
0: No, it's pure... Wicca true. Wicca true. Yeah. And it's it's, it's sad because, you know, it, I mean, Wicca has taken so many different cultures from like the Norse and the Celts, the Greeks, the Romans, everywhere, and just has slammed it all together where people don't realize that
1: These are totally different cultures and belief systems. Yeah. And 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 again, that in and of itself is not a bad thing. It's just once again, please stop being so naive or so superficial and really understand first before you just assume. Stop assuming. Stop assuming. It makes an ass out of you and
0: You took the words out of my mouth. But
1: mostly you.
0: I disagree. It only makes an ass (laughs) out of you.
1: Yeah. Oh. It only makes an ass out of me if I listen or let you keep doing it. Right? But, yeah, I mean, please,
0: just stop that. Because, really, you're going to run into a Norse pagan or a Norse follower or anybody of that sort or a Celtic. And you're not going to like the end result.
1: Is there uh, any other misconceptions you guys have? I think we covered uh, most of them
0: for now. I'm sure we'll have another list for a part three. I guess that's all
2: we have for misconception today. Today. For, for, <laughs> for, for the, the moment. It definitely will be coming back up. But I guess that's it for now.
1: But if you... Think of any that you have not heard us mention on this one or the previous episode. Let us know in the comments or email us and we can add it to our next one. So until next time. Bye. Bye. Later. Later days.